Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. In this podcast, I want to take the first of three peaks at the ninth and last fruit of the Spirit, self-control. This podcast will attempt to explain my metaphor, push-button magic, to attempt to explain the intensifying mass-mediated settings that bring the virtue of self-control to the center of our life stage, as well as the culminating responsibility in our life's garden. Now, the Greek word used in Galatians 5.23, the list of the fruit of the Spirit with self-control as the ninth, is enkrasia, meaning strong, having mastery, able to control one's thoughts and behavior. Now, suppose a food item, junk food as well as healthy, was as easily accessible as the push of a button on a laptop computer. Imagine that merely thinking for just a few seconds about a cupcake, make that two cupcakes, hot fudge cream puffs, or two stalks of asparagus would make it immediately available. And imagine that it is a magic that it is at your fingertips every day, all day. Just push a button. This is beyond our saunter to the refrigerator, opening the door and hoping to find some transcendent snack experience. This magic does not even make anyone get off the couch. It just requires that we take a couple of seconds to settle in on specifically what we want to wolf down and then push the button. And what would we look like? And how resentful would we be toward the diet police? Now, Suppose any photo, film scene, video sensation, gratuitously sensual and graphically violent or aesthetically brilliant and redemptively haunting was as accessible as the push of a button. Imagine that merely thinking about it for a moment launched a series of searches that delivered the visual package in seconds. And then someone brings up the Savior who sagely offered this cryptic little gem in the middle of his Sermon on the Mount. The lamp of the body is the eye. If your eyes are good, the whole body is full of light. From Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. Now, of course, what I'm describing is no longer magic, but the sometimes bludgeoning reality of our media-saturated existence. Is the lamp of our body full of light or full of darkness or somewhere stagnated in the middle And with visual stimulus so easily accessible, how much easier is it to conveniently marginalize the man from Galilee, who sometimes happens to be as far away as you can get from the entertainment anarchy loosed upon the earth? For many of us, such easily accessible visual magic describes the lamp of the body dilemma and the crux of our struggle with self-control. The mass-mediated dance partner, the shows we love to watch, the boredom fixtures, that help us kill time, push us around its dance floor. And in contrast to bathroom scales that would gag us with the shocking results of regularly indulgent, easily accessible food binges, the eye exam that measures our spiritual vision and self-control is not so readily available. For many of us, the dominant and usually undetected issue of self-control revolves around the vicious cycle of emotional agitation and especially boredom, 
and the default mode of seeking comfort in mass media. It is an almost parallel cycle to emotional agitation and the consumption of comfort food. Now, intriguingly, St. Paul provides us with hints that this kind of addictive cycle is not a new phenomenon. His admonition 2,000 years ago in his first letter to the Corinthians, written around 55 AD, provides us with wisdom in navigating through our struggles with self-control. He says in the sixth chapter, verses 12 and 13, that all things are permissible, but not everything is beneficial. All things are permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. Then he says, food for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will destroy them both. Now, the first verse, verse 12, is the general instruction for navigating wisely through the labyrinth of creation and culture with all its goodness and all its graces. Yet the verse also recognizes the easy process of losing self-control. Now, the second verse, verse 13, is the application of the general principle. For instance, food is necessary, good, and even at times a pleasurable grace. However, food, as well as anything else, can also become an idol when we sacrifice health, proportionality, and discipline to binge as it beckons us. Come and gorge! And the same is true of our mass media gorges, the binges that so often dominate our evenings and weekends where one episode quickly becomes 17 and we wonder where the last eight hours have gone. Indeed, all things are permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Wise living amidst this entertainment wonderland requires discerning between what is merely permissible and what is beneficial. As cultural analyst Kenneth Myers quipped in his essential guidebook to mass media engagement, all God's children in blue suede shoes. He says the major question raised by pop culture is what is the most edifying way to spend one's time? Meyer's probing question might be central in our spirit-induced quest toward self-control. Now, in my next two podcasts, I'll attempt to spend more time considering the spiritual and communication practices that enhance a healthier self-control. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings.